0: show it's a special one today it's a special one to start off i'm a green queen
1: i'm a binge monster
0: and today we have such an exciting guest with us we have the elevated otaku aka if you were to search it but you would never say it out loud like this elevated x otaku okay the real one so you don't say the x but i need to say that because this is an audio podcast and if you go to look it up Elevated X Otaku,
2: but Elevated Otaku. (laughs) Yes. How are you today? I'm glad to be here. I'm great. I, this has been the highlight of my day and it just started. So (laughs) doing well. Yes. Yes. Uh, Elevated
0: Otaku podcast is um, a podcast on lots of things and we will totally get into, you know, um, all the ins and outs of what, you know, Elevator Taku talks about on their show, but it's a podcast kind of looking at self improvement um, for manga readers, for anime nerds, for nerds of all shapes and sizes and colors and so forth. Um, Elevator Taku talks about love, life, and mental health on her show. And we are so, so excited to get into more of this as we go. um yeah, I want to just. Intro, <laughs> Oh, good, good. I'm glad, I'm glad. I was like, <laughs> I I know I'm going to say things and it's really just not gonna be enough to like encapsulate all that you do. Um, But in order to have our audience kind of get to know who you are a little bit, we always like to start with this question of like, what is your anime journey? You know, like, where did you start watching anime? What are some of your notable favorites? And you know, what has the progression been like since you started watching to like you today and your journey?
2: Yeah, so I was watching anime before I even knew what anime was. I was watching anime back when we were all calling it Japanimation, which was cringy, incredibly cringy looking back on it. But I was... I think my first anime was Kiki's Flying Delivery Service, and I was a, a wee babe, and I was just like, oh, this cartoon's pretty. Didn't think anything of it, cut to the Toonami days, and then you've got the Dragon Ball Zs and the Sailor Moons and the Triguns and the Cowboy Bebops, and my dog is, now she wants to play. Uh, and <laughs> I think I was, I was super into it, but not quite sold until I saw Cowboy Bebop for the first time. And I was hooked. Say oh. Valentine was a, just a badass. Spike was just the coolest dude ever. It was beautiful. The music was gorgeous. I was a full-on weep when that happened. so ever since then, I've just been deep in these weep streets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> deep in these weed streets. Mm-hmm. And so I know, um, you know, you've talked about this, but now you've watched like over 100 series.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So
0: like... <laughs> <laughs> what are like some of your notable faves or like, do you have any that you feel, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk even more and more about this, but like, what's one that comes to your mind that you're like, this would help me through a hard time or like, this is kind of where I got the inspiration for
2: my podcast or, you mm-hmm. know. So my, when it comes to mental health and learning good lessons, I think Fruits Basket has probably been the one that has helped me through so much. Toru Honda will drop some knowledge in a heartbeat. Like somebody will be at the deepest depths of their soul. And she'll be like, one time my mom said that you have a plum on your back and you're special and everybody can't see your, or you can't see your plum, but I can see your plum and it's fantastic. And, and I'm just like, I have a plum on my back too, I'm special. <laughs> I, fruits Basket is the one I think. There have been so many moments where, and it's like one of those things where you find the right thing at the right time. I remember I was going through one of the most difficult moments in my life. I was engaged and my engagement fell apart. It was in this incredibly chaotic way and it left me like super alone and super lonely. And I was watching Fruits Basket and there's a scene where uh, Kyo is coming back in the house and Shigure is there. And he, Kyo like slams his, his backpack down. And Shigori is like, oh, you seem upset. Did you get in a fight with Toru? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm just not good at this people stuff. And he's like, well, you might not be good at it now, but you were good at fighting. And the way to get good at fighting is by training. And you have to train with people the same way you train your fighting. And I was like, okay, I can train with people. I know I just went through something terrible, but I can do that. And it, it completely changed the trajectory of the way I was living. That one, for sure. Sorry, I I will go on a a soapbox for fruits basket all day long.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, please do. And I I actually remember as you were saying that, that that you featured that moment on one of your recent episodes. It's not a phase, Mm -hmm. mom. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Yeah, that one. It's a good one. (laughs) It's not a phase, mom. (laughs) Um, So, like, as far as what do you – Oh, as far as right now, are there any anime that you're watching right now? Are you re-watching things? Like, what do you, what's on your plate?
2: So, I bought it for years. Years. I was like, I'm not going to watch oh, no. it because it's too long. And the animation oh. is trash. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and now I am a full-on straw hat. It's nuts. I'm about... I think I'm, I think I just hit the 500 episode mark, uh, maybe like Good a couple of months ago. I Good am so, I'm so mad about it. I'm so mad. I'm so <laughs> into it. I just bought a Zorro bumper sticker. I bought like two bumper stickers so that I could make the perfect one. So I have little Zorro, little chibi Zorro and above it, I have a bumper sticker that says I'm not lost. <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> so that, oh my gosh, is, I'm one so I'm... impressed.
2: Yeah, it's, I tried, I fought it for was so it, long. And now was I'm it, was like, it spurred on
1: ridiculous. from the live action one piece that kind of inspired no, you to take a look no. at the anime or was it before that it, came out?
2: It was before that, it was, and you know what, it was actually before I even knew they were doing a live action one piece. Oh, okay. i am um, mm. trying to, I don't remember what the catalyst was for it. I think, I have no idea. I, you know what it is? It's the same reason why I started Demon Slayer. Like, I pushed through Demon Slayer because I hated the first mm. season of Demon Slayer. It's the memes. Mm. I saw mm-hmm. too many Zoro memes, too many Zoro v. Sanji, Sanji memes, and I was just like, dude, maybe I should just watch it. Maybe I should just try again. <laughs> the memes got me. The Tenkin and Rengoku memes got me through Demon Slayer, and it's the Sanji Zoro memes that got me into one piece. So good. That's funny. Um, so that one... Woman of Alchemist Brotherhood. I'm rewatching with, or I'm rewatching with a friend. She's watching for the first time. JJK, of mm. course. Um, mm. What else? Zom 100. It's fantastic. I remember you guys talking about that recently oh. on one of your episodes. Mm-hmm. So good, so good. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. I think I'm an episode or two behind, though. Um, I that's I think that's what I have going on. There's a couple like oldies that I'm revisiting just in my spare time, but there's so little of that, so I. Not that much.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair enough.
1: I'd love to know, I'd love to dive in a little bit more into your podcast and what inspired you to, to begin this. I, I know before we started the recording that you'd mentioned, you know, this, this podcast is still, you know, kind of a relatively new thing for you. But and listening to the shows that you watched, you've obviously been watching for a while and pretty consistently to have caught Fruits Basket's you know, after um, Cowboy Bebop and then to have watched some of the other ones that are somewhat no- somewhat newer. So what, mm. what inspired mm. you to do this, uh, to start this podcast? And, and how do you look at this podcast in terms of your, you know, what you're setting out to achieve with it?
2: Yeah. So I went to school initially for psychology, uh, clinical psychology. So I've always wanted to help people. That's always been my passion in life. Um, and I started a, which is very deep down in the depths of wherever, a different podcast at some point that was kind of like mine, but didn't focus on anime. It was just a different way to kind of reach out and help people more. And I remember I did an episode, it, it was so, it was very dry. It was very dry because I was trying to make sure that it was very buttoned up and professional and very sophisticated and I was dying on the inside. And I remember one time I had an episode, I don't even remember what the topic was. Maybe it was like how to follow your passion or something like that, I don't know. But uh, I mentioned in that podcast, I was like, well, there's a show that I really like that you guys probably aren't into. I know anime's not a big, like the thing, a very popular thing, but this thing, is something that means a lot to me and i remember that that was the first time that i actually enjoyed my podcast so i was like okay this it would be nice to marry my want to help people with my just super obsession with anime and it's been really fun now so the goal is just to reach as many people as possible i have been to a couple anime conventions i've had some panels where the goal was to like, okay, the theme is friendship. So we're gonna play a bunch of cooperative games and at the end you're not gonna know the people that you're working with and it's to build up friendships. I've got panels that are for like meeting like romantic interests, panels that are for being able to come out of your shell, just anything that would help people and bring nerds together. Cause we have a tendency to kind of sit in our houses, our apartments and kind of just snuggle up with blankets and watch anime and don't talk to other nerds and I know. I think we like each other enough to where we should be, the community should be stronger. And i like to bring people together, help people.
0: I also, um, something that is coming to me, even in what you're speaking about, and I would love even, you know, some of your commentary on this, but with, you know, the anime space and We've mentioned this before on on our podcast, but sort of one of the reasons that we started this podcast. I'm very new to anime, relatively speaking. Now I'm, oh, yeah. you know, fairly well versed, but I, I'm I'm pretty new to it. And you know, binge monster here, like you've been watching for years, tons of series under the belt, and so yeah, forth. It's in the name, and um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, binge monster. <laughs> And um, at the time where I started, um, I was also I, I'm with my wonderful part wonderful partner now, but at the time I was dating around and you know it was, you know meeting people and I was like, very excited. I was like, oh, I'm watching anime, like I I'm watching a on Titan or I'm watching this. I was watching like kind of all the ones coming out at that time. And Mm -hmm. I was getting so much hate about, like, my opinions, what I was watching, patronizing Mm. comments, and, like, so forth. And I was like, this is so annoying. And so, like, in our podcast, something that we like to do is try to cultivate community. And something that you're doing is, you know, you're not only cultivating community, but you're doing it in a way that feels like it is empowering and, like... Um, what is the word I'm looking for? like everyone can join in on uh, you know some of these principles. Uh, and I feel like a lot of times we see you know since it tends to be what I've seen you know such a boys game of like which anime character is better than the other
2: yeah. <laughs> you
0: know like, it's like you like anime I don't know I...
2: anime <laughs> Yes
0: yes. <laughs> So like, how do you, how do you see your podcast sort of like fitting in these spaces?
2: I, you know what, that is actually, it's, and the, and one of the things that I try really hard to promote on my podcast is like full transparency. If, if you're struggling, you should be able to say so. If you need help, you should be able to say so. If you're killing it, you should be able to say so. And one of the things, and I want to lead by example. So if ever I'm like, guys, my time management skills are trash. I, i an episode's not coming out, hold me accountable for future episodes, et cetera. Um, So I'm going to go, I'm going to be the first person to tell you that I am not entirely sure. I Mm. want to, I think I really want to create a space that people need. The whole point of like self-improvement self-help and being available for people is to find out what they need and be that for them. So I just started, I'm kind of giving people an option. Like, hey, did you know that anime is something that you can learn like life lessons through? Uh, if not, hey, check this out. And once we get a little deeper into it, I would love to build up a community that can tell me, like, yo, this is what we need right now. We're all super depressed because of... <laughs> I don't want to... You know, I was going to jump into a huge anime spoiler, but I don't want to drop any of those. But, like, mm-hmm. when the community <laughs> needs something, yeah, I just want to be there for him, and I want to hear a lot of what other people are looking forward to hear. So right now, what the what the podcast is, it's we'll go over things like how to find your passion, how to get a date, how to keep your partner happy when you do finally have that person, how to work through depression, how to just live life and be happy. Uh, but if it changes into something else because it's what other people need, then yeah do whatever it needs to do. So I'm not exactly sure. We'll see.
0: I think, oh, sorry. Sorry, Binge Monster. They're They're I, right. I, I was just going to keep, keep, you know, applauding you because I, I also think that something that's really special about your podcast is uh, I have sort of two notes here, right? Like like you were saying, nerds can kind of be a little bit reserved and, you know, because of society and so forth, not always, like, very out in the open about, like, their passion and their and their nerdiness. And I feel like you not only create that space, but you also, like, I we used to say this thing in acting school, right, where it's like, I not only... I'm feeling the thing, but I'm like naming the thing, like putting words hmm. to the things that I experience. I think that, mm-hmm. you know, your podcast does such a good job of doing that and, and kind of helping put into terms and you know, conversation, some of these things that we're all experiencing.
2: <laughs> that makes me feel so good. You guys have no idea how validating this is. I am so excited because it is a newer podcast and I'm sure you guys know when you first start out, you're like, Oh, Am I talking into a void and no one's listening? So, hearing that is so nice. Oh my God, thank you guys. By the way, I love you guys. i been talking about me a lot. I just want to say I love you guys. It's so much fun to listen to your takes on everything. You guys have really good dancer such
0: good chemistry i love listening to you guys so thank you i'm so happy to be here you're so thank you thank oh gosh we're best friends
1: ali and i have known each other for a great many years um i mean now at this point what has it been almost 10
0: yeah wow. oh wow oh, my God. yeah because 2013 <laughs> so it's been 10 yeah oh wow
2: that's where did okay?
0: That's cool.
1: So, you, so we, I, we went to school yeah. together, which helps. Okay, um, yeah, we went
0: to school yeah, together.
1: Yeah. yeah, we both were in the same major, and you know, we've been best friends for. Well, there—if you usually listened to our friendship story—and I think we've talked. Have we ever talked about our friendship story on the podcast before?
0: I think probably in like one of our earlier Early like episodes. intro episodes. That was like. Geez. So
2: not produced, like <laughs> such a mess. The early ones are so fun to go back and be like, ah, what
1: is this? Like, doing? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So the so for, for our listeners who who have are either newer or or um, haven't been with us since the very beginning, um, it's I, I should consider myself lucky that she still wanted to be my friend. We actually started. Oh, that's true. <laughs> we started <laughs> as. Um, living in the same dorm and college, but I was an RA and she was a resident living on my floor that I was an RA for. And um, Mm -hmm. it was awkward because we had that like dynamic in our dorm, but like in class we were both in the same major and the same acting classes. So like, we would act in the scene together, potentially, or do a movement something together, and then when we went back to the dorm, it'd be like, "Hey, all, you need to like get out of the lounge yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a weird dynamic. but but the reason i say i'm I'm on the luckier side is just because i I famously kind of tormented her really is a bunch of pranks, and i I thought at the time they were pretty funny. I feel bad looking backwards she 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 tells a very um." true but <laughs> and damning stories against me <laughs> <laughs> that that
2: is, I guys i those are the stories that everybody wants to hear probably <laughs> <laughs>
1: um i wasn't the kindest uh, but not like not in a bully kind well maybe that's i guess that's subjective but as friends you know i wasn't like i wasn't like an absolute monster although sometimes i blurred the <laughs>
2: <laughs> i, gonna, I think that's person. for her to say i think that's like <laughs> something she has to co like, no, no. she's like making eye contact like <laughs>
0: <laughs> i will ref- you know i i'll tell just now that we're on it i gotta tell one story so i was such baby freshman he was my RA, and he threatened to report me for throwing Why a paper one? ball Why at this him. out
1: the roach one. The roach one is like, a better story. I
0: was going to save you from the roach one, brother. I was going to save you from that. Oh,
2: oh. Anyway, okay, see, but now anyway. Oh, that's- a paper <laughs> ball? What was that? <laughs> you just having I- a bad day that day, and you were like, this is the last straw. Like, what? <laughs> or maybe we like... Okay, hold There's two sides to every story. Was she like just a an insatiable party party animal, and you were like, "I've had it up to here." She's knocking things off the walls with her loud music. She's leaving at all times of the night. Like, there's. I feel like there might be something else.
1: <laughs> I, I I'll I probably was having a bad day, but it's not an excuse. <laughs> I'm definitely on her side here. I think. I was playing a video game. Like I was playing video games with a couple of other people and we were like locked in and, you know, it was always like high tension. Who's going to win the game. And out of nowhere, like the door opened, she comes in, she runs in and she just throws it and it hits my face. And I was so like, Like, it was such a jarring moment. And I don't know, like anytime something hits your face, it it makes me a little bit more mad than if it was anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And so just like instinctively, I was like, like that's not okay and then I just like blurted it out and was like like that's just not okay like I'm gonna document you like and then it obviously oh. did not um but uh it was it wasn't so, like oh, that's impressive so it's impressive
2: that
1: this is
2: past the paperball gate you guys are still friends and years
1: <laughs> later that's we were yeah it, we, yeah it worked out it worked out
0: well, to to try to bring this railroad train that we've taken <laughs> so off the rails back to the topic at hand, um, I I will, you know, speak to speak to this part where once I started watching anime, it was the pandemic. We were roommates, and so, mm-hmm. um, you know, we had a, you know an apartment, and I was living with my my family but like was like i need to get out for a little bit they had an extra room so i i joined him and our other friend who's been on the podcast and i just started you know watching avatar the last bear and i was like this is simply one of the most beautiful things i've ever seen yeah and it changed everything
1: after book two. <laughs> After the, okay, so because I no, no really struggled to get through book one. I'm not gonna let her sit I, here. I'm
2: breaking my heart right now. I own three DVDs. I own three DVDs. One is the Deadpool DVD. The second is the. full... This is stupid. It's the full box set of the Nanny. <laughs>
1: so oh, I love whatever.
2: That. Let's, Let's go, Frasier. I have, well, she is, oh my gosh, she's my girl crush. I love her so much. And it's Avatar The Last Airbender. You couldn't get through the first scene. You didn't fall in love by episode one. Oh, <laughs> what did you do to me, bench Monster? No. Why now <laughs>
0: Tiffany has some sort of opinion on me that I don't feel yeah. like is deserved. <laughs> I,
2: get, I get the RA hate now. I get it. Yeah, the- <laughs> no. I get it. <laughs> um. now, I, the
0: the thing is you know and and we talk about this and i would love to hear your thoughts on this but it's like with most like same thing with most shonen anime right it starts and our main character i'm ready for them i've heard so much hype i'm ready for them to just dazzle me and they're a stupid little twerp you it's know and like, yeah yeah when they when they start out they're yeah. always like to me like they're always a stupid little twerp and like now that i have accepted <laughs> the trope uh, when I watch Avatar the Last Airbender looking back at now where we go I'm like this is a beautiful story yeah. of growth from this kid being a stupid little twerp not even understanding the <laughs> gravity of his situation to literally doing you know what he does and that like um how do I call it like that tr-
1: Journey, I-, yeah. I
0: feel like trope is the wrong word even no, no, but like yeah it's
1: a good it's a it's a characteristic <laughs> of a lot of anime yeah. right like i think mean- yeah, it's a fair. It's yeah,
2: it's like The hero's it's a fair. journey. You have to start somewhere and it's usually not in the best place. And so
0: I didn't understand that.
2: <laughs> at the beginning,
0: I was just like this kid is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Okay. Fine. And, and also breaks my and heart to into
1: this for to- sure in all fairness too like i think it's a lot more acceptable that pacing that slow pacing is a little bit more acceptable uh uh for a kids show that's designed for children it's, it's a little bit easier um obviously the show ages with that 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 the group the demographic that it was created for and um, yeah so like, uh, in, in all fairness i think it is a little it's a, it can be a little slow if you didn't if you didn't grow up with it and okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'll accept it i'll nod and smile because it's your show but you're breaking my heart right now
0: <laughs> no no i love ang now he's somewhere he's somewhere in the back there i have something of ang back there okay
2: yeah okay so Mostly. i'm sorry i don't mean to like derail the train again because i have strong feelings about this you <laughs> have you watched the yeah. legend of cora
0: oh yeah for sure did, how do you
2: okay? As somebody who didn't fall in love with Aang right away, how did you feel about Cora? You're making faces already. Perfect how did you feel question. about Cora?
0: I absolutely loved Cora for personally, and maybe that's okay. I know that like in the world that's like not the uh, the <laughs> yeah. same opinion, but I you know I feel like they're almost incomparable in to me. Like I I actually like get really sad, especially when I hear. Um, you know anime bros talk about this because I'm like oh my god it's like really kind of not your story so now you're trying to make it something that it it
2: isn't I don't know what do you think I think that okay I can argue both sides of this Cora was a very flawed individual she made a lot of her own problems she was a very, like, immature for her age and her status, but that is also what teenagers are. It's It yes. really is a very good, like, one-to-one comparison of how it would actually be if you were just given the power of a god, and you were told to save the world. I get it. She's a hothead. She did annoy me, and I don't know how the Cuvera <laughs> fight did what it did, but I get it. Mm. I get it. is not the scourge of all TV shows, but I shook my head at her
0: a lot. <laughs> mm, yeah. Because you're like, girl, how? you, How? What are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
1: girl, what? <laughs> uh, but I also feel like there was unfair expectations on her. Like, Aang was mm-hmm. an adult at the age of 10 for no reason. <laughs> like, yeah, to be. That's true yeah you know like it's, yeah. it's it's a little unfair you know had the level of maturity and and that he brought to the table once he realized the gravity of the situation was like uh, you know yeah. more than i've seen from 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 fully grown adults <laughs> i know yeah, <laughs> right I mean so, so. Like... yeah uh, but yeah, it's, I it's mean... It's like the
2: quintessential story of having to grow up too fast. It's I, it's almost, you know, there's... A, and this is a thought that I'm forming in my head this very moment, so it might not be fully hmm. fleshed out. But it's like, it's kind of the juxtaposition of a kid that has to grow up too fast. And what you really want is that core story. You do want to be able to grow up at a slower pace and be able mm-hmm. to make mistakes and be forgiven for them. So yeah, okay, all right. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a... I'm, I'm angst supremacy all day long, angst supremacy, <laughs> but I get it. Yeah. The, core, the core of hate is unnecessary. I get that. Agreed.
1: Okay, I was just curious. <laughs> I wanted to ask a question based on your background in psychology, right? Like, um, and I'm not sure if that's like your, your daily profession, that you're a, a psychologist. I, I wasn't actually sure. But I, I wanted to ask if your background in psychology ever – ruins if you feel it kind of ruins your experience in watching shows especially if you've watched enough of them you got kind of to get a sense of the tropes and and if it in like you know ruins it in the sense that you can really easily kind of predict where things are going or if it enhances your experience just wanted to wanted to get your take on that
2: so i think that's a really interesting question so i think that it helps me to appreciate certain tropes more cuz I mean when you think about it there are there's kind of like a handful of tropes that just keep getting redone in anime. you yeah. have got the like the, the the savior trope, the person who mm-hmm. like the, the chosen one trope, the, there's just so mm-hmm. many different things and when you watch so many different anime you do kind of get a little not jaded but just really used to the same thing over and over again. So really? I feel like especially recently there have, there's been such depth in new shows, like Tanjiro, for instance. I One of my biggest pet peeves in, in anime is the main character who's just an angel. They have no blemish of darkness in their hearts, and it's the mm. Dekus before, before um, uh, Vigilante Deku. He's just like mm. a sweet baby boy, and you just want to hold him and hug him and keep him pure, but it's boring. So yeah. it's interesting to watch new characters like Tanjiro or Yuji uh, go through this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pure of heart, but I'm getting a little jaded, a little taint, uh, tainted. Um, and I think my understanding of psychology kind of helps me to appreciate those moments a lot more. Back in the day, I don't want to say that the stories were like black and white, but the Cowboy Bebops, they have depth in a way that's very much on the surface. Um, mm-hmm. The show is made to portray like human struggle and show a group of people who do not have it together, trying their best to get it together, or at least feel like they're whole or as close as they can come to it. Um, and it, and it kind of wears it on its sleeve. But nowadays it is actually kind of fun to use my psychology background to sniff out the deeper meanings in shows now They're because they're they're there watching Ghetto kind of unravel in this new season of JJK was amazing, and it's it's so yeah. fun to know like the steps of going through grief and heartache and acceptance. That part it actually does help a lot. Now it's it's it doesn't ruin it; it does definitely enhance it.
1: I don't know, if you've, seen... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if you've seen. I don't know if you've um, seen Kitekio Hitman Reborn. The uh, that's another shonen in about a, a kid who. I heard it was um... ghetto. Joins, like in a mafia it is really good it, it but it's one of the most frustrating shonen i've ever watched where you, oh. <laughs> you know that trope that you're talking about where it's like the extremely pure innocent naive mm-hmm. mc who couldn't possibly be considered for a main character hero role yeah then, like, it's it's one of the most teeth pulling frustrating character developments I've ever yeah. seen the payoff is excellent yeah. don't get me wrong but it's it's definitely um it's definitely one of those for sure yeah oh, crap I something else that I wanted to say but I totally forgot what it was. <laughs> you, were you gonna say something the green queen no 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 a green queen were you gonna say uh, something
0: oh um I was going to kind of ask a question that might take us away from here oh, so sure. Sure, no go sorry. ahead go ahead. Because I, I was wondering, like, when you, you know, th- are thinking of your episodes, like, how are you deciding sort of, like, the topics to talk about? Like, and is, are you, like, watching anime and being inspired and then choosing the anime to sort of fill in, you know, what you're understanding from it? Or are you taking a topic and then, you know, going through your repertoire and memory Mm. and sort of bringing in various examples like I'm just curious how 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 all the lines connect sort of from your perspective
2: yeah so odd so oddly it's the anime portion of it comes after what I do Mm. is I kind of listen to the issues that like friends and family are going through and I'll Mm. compile a list like there's, there are a few different things that I am mulling over right now for the next episode. Um, and they're just struggles that I hear from people that I am close to. And usually whenever I have a couple topics, I'll go to Instagram and I'll put up a poll like, what are you guys, what are you guys thinking about this week? What, what's, what's on your mind? What do you want to talk about this week? And usually I'll kind of in that sense, let the audience decide, but mm-hmm. it's usually just what is going on with everybody right now? And that's another reason why I would love to build up the community so much more, because I would love to just have a main line into people's thoughts and feelings so I could give you exactly what you need, exactly whatever you need it. So, yeah, it's it's the people around me that inspire them. And then I find the anime afterwards, which is kind of hard sometimes. <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. the topics are tougher and I'm like, okay, I got to think of a show that goes with this talking point, and I'm like, dang, I either have, like, 10 that go with it, or I cannot think of a scene that will fit with it. (laughs) It's tough sometimes.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Fair enough.
0: Um, I'm wondering, too, so, you know, one of the things we are wondering is, like, what are some examples of anime, I guess, asking you kind of on the spot, that you, you know, what a, I'm sorry I'm thinking of two different ways to say this like what are some examples of how you think anime can help mental health just like sort of in an, in an all-encompassing question
2: yeah so I, I feel like every show I can't hmm. I'm, I'm trying to think of an example of a show now but I can't come up with a single show that doesn't have some type of aspect of conquering some part of the human struggle maybe it's loneliness or abandonment like you got your naughty toes, or it's not being able to find friends you've got like Comey can't communicate it's like navigating body positivity this is a terrible example was the first one that pops into my head the uh, kiss him not me show i don't know if you guys have seen that that's a train wreck for body positivity but it's an interesting train wreck <laughs> um i think like even the goofiest of shows have something to do with mental health or struggle or personal issues that someone can deal with so I think it's not it's it's, it's are you asking like specific shows or just how I feel like it relates Does no it no relate I mean all, all the way through I think
0: no I think that I think that the question that I asked was super broad but but you sort of like filled in some of the blanks of like you know it's not mental health not being just like oh, this can help mental health, but, you know, mental health being a little bit more of like an umbrella term for, you know, topics that can get very specific and show up in various different ways in the in the art that we see. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I was kind of understanding from you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like whatever thing you're struggling with at that time, I bet you I could find an anime that will make you either feel seen or give you some insight as to how you're feeling and how to fix it anime is so good for that and i don't think it gets enough credit for it it's so good
1: Mm, yeah i love that i don't i don't know that this is something that i see commonly discussed amongst anime fans is you know the i think that uh, the way i've heard it framed most often is just kind of like your comfort anime when you're feeling anxious or Mm -hmm. uh, yeah and i think there's a there's a level of that with um that you know that it's often discussed but i i love what you're talking about here where we're talking about like really specific things that people are going through and that you know there may be a moment in a show that really speaks well to that um i don't think that mm-hmm. i agree with you i don't think anime gets nearly enough credit um and i know we're we're nearly coming up on time here but i just wanted to ask at least one more question specifically about sure. your avatar right so um mm-hmm. like, tell us a little bit so It's really cool if you go to her website elevated you'll see her podcasts you'll see um you know a, a number of other things that you're clearly building it looks like you're creating a cosplay area of your website too which i'd yeah. love to hear about before you go but I, I tell us about this avatar that you created what went into this and how are you animating this thing too it's really cool so
2: it's, oh man, I I want to make up some like really interesting thing about it, but it's really, it's stemmed from the fact that I, I, there are a few things on this planet that I am more uncomfortable by than being on camera. I am so, I'm so camera shy <laughs> and I used to have, if you, if you like dig deep. I'm also a musician. I had a a, a, a music related YouTube channel, which was kind of like the, the podcast, which is helping musicians that are like
1: just starting.
2: And I was on camera then and I hated, I, every time I had to edit my own videos, I'm like, God, this is the worst thing ever. Why did you make that face? What are your eyebrows doing? It's, I hate <laughs> it. So I was like, I can't keep doing this. And I ended up commissioning a, an artist, an anime artist to make my little Chibi Tiffany, uh, avatar, and I love her. I have like 30 different versions of her, wow. <laughs> so whatever the mood or whatever the scene that needs to happen, that's she's she's in it, she's good. She, whatever facial expression she needs to make, I got it. So, I have these love segments called the anime five by five, and it's just like a little quick five minute rant or like a list. Like, oh we have like top five best strokes in anime, top try worst anime to recommend to a newbie and for each point for each moment i have my little avatar doing whatever facial expression goes mm. with that so it's it came from a place of being not like it's like, okay i gotta figure out how not to be on camera there's gotta be a way and i like it i think it's adorable I, that this artist is did so such cute. a good job <laughs> <laughs> We wish i could She's remember so their cute. name i would I would shout them out. I'll have to. I'll give them. I'll make a post and give them some credit on my Instagram because they they, they are, they're
1: so oh. good. They did such a good mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. We also did something similar with our our logo. We uh, we commissioned an artist to create cheetahs for us for our 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 poster, yeah. our logo, and so forth. Mm-hmm. So really cool. He's
2: super cute.
1: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Well, um, is there anything that you'd want our listeners to know about things that are coming up for you that they should be on the lookout for?
2: Yeah, so I the website that you mentioned, Um, you did mention the cosplay thing. It's not, I just told you, I hate cameras. So not my <laughs> cosplays. I do cosplay, but it's I never take pictures of myself. So if you have a picture of me in cosplay at a convention, keep it. Cherish it; they're never going to see the light of day on my end. <laughs> so, but it's for other people's cosplay. So, cosplayers, people who make costumes and sell them or whatever, I want to highlight those people who are like really good at what they do or just really love what they do. So, for those people, if you want to go to my Instagram or DM me on any platform, I have all my links on my website. I am working on putting a collage together of different cosplayers. So that's cool. So, if you guys want to. Oh, some of your cosplays. <laughs> um, also, I have, I'm moving right now. This is this sparse bedroom behind me. Um, so the episodes are a little delayed, but I do have a an episode coming out soon. And every week after that, every Friday, um, you'll either get a full episode that's on a topic of some type of mental health, some type of like life, love, something, but it's always going to relate back to anime or you'll get one of those fun little five by five uh five minute episodes that's over some ridiculous topic that I'm probably not qualified to actually talk about. <laughs> um yeah, so I think that's it. Every I'm elevated ex otaku on everything. I know we don't say the ex, but you got to for some people. <laughs> There's still the hunter, ex hunter spires family people out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I I think that's it.
1: Awesome. Well Listen, thank you so much for, for joining us uh, on our episode today. It was really fun getting to know you and learning more about thank your you podcast. And We're <laughs> super, happy, super happy to have you. Um, I've been a binge monster.
0: And I've been a green queen.
1: Thank you so much. And check out Elevated Otaku.
0: Woohoo!